0: hallelujah amen you know that uh, one of the things that i believe that is so important to talk about consistently is faith and, uh, and because of this is really always about it we it's a faith okay hebrews 11:6 talks about it without faith we cannot please god and uh, and that's where we are we are not a religion we are not an organization. We are people who have met the living God. Okay and without faith we cannot please him. Uh, without faith you cannot please anyone. You know that goes for individuals, for people to people. And uh, and I think that because of uh, what, what I can say is that uh, especially in our part of the world that there are so many opinions about so many things and uh, sometimes on Facebook you can Sometimes he, you know, have they not learned anything over so many years, if that is what we think Christianity is about. And uh, because of God, uh, John ten ten said that Jesus he came to give us life more abundantly, not give us life to survive. He didn't say that now, that when now you are saved, now just endure, hold on until it's your time to go home. No, but when you get born again, now you can have a foretaste of heaven on earth. Now, okay, Romans 5.17 talks about, let, let me read that, instead of just quoting it, Romans 5.17. Um, it says here, yeah. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness now shall reign. In life by one Jesus Christ shall reign by one by Jesus Christ. So when you and I we become believers, you're supposed to reign. You're supposed to be in charge. <coughs> Amen. You know, like in in Deuteronomy, it talks about that we that God has made us the head and not the tail. You know, that, and and it puts us in a completely different. Uh, aspect of life because many people think fate is that I just hope nothing happens. And if happens, oh Jesus help me. That's what we call fate. But that's not fate. That's survival. You know faith initiates. Okay? Fear reacts. Okay? You we don't don't worry you know, we, we know the sayings about oh I'm saving for a rainy day just in case. Or, or, uh, he also heard me saying, you don't know what is around the corner, you know, and it's always with some kind of negative thing that, that, that I'm out of, I'm not in control. But here it talks about Romans 5, 17 says that you and I, when we become believers, we become the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit stays within us. He is upon us. And now we shall reign in this life. No, it's religion that tells you that everything is going to be when you're dead. Okay, when, when you die, when you go to heaven, everything will be fine. As my pastor, he said, that, he said to me, that, I don't need money in heaven. I need it here. Amen. You don't need, you know, Christianity, many people, are, Christianity is not, if you read the Bible, it does not talk a lot about heaven. It talks a lot about how to have heaven here in this life. Amen. And there's so and, and without us realizing it, there's so many religious thoughts that have been brought in when, when, we, when we made Christianity into an institution, and that is nothing to do with Christianity, but because we are heard the story over and over and over and over and over again, we actually think this is in the Bible. Okay? you know I, I don't know go and look at any nativity play today yeah i told you yeah. uh, look at the animals okay there's baby jesus when there's a camel sometimes in the, in the manger when i even i even seen a pig <laughs> you know, it's all and when there's the wise men you know it's like all mixed together and they're thinking that Actually, the wise men, they, they came two years later, okay, and and you know what, oh, so, oh, baby Jesus, he was born in a manger because, no, but that was because everywhere else it was full. It was not uh, Joseph who said, uh, who was standing here, and said, oh, we're going to save here because we this baby, having a baby is expensive, so we better stay in the manger. No it was because everywhere they went it was full. So they ended up in the manger. So it was not by choice. Do, do you understand? It was not by choice. but they, So he was not poor. And and you know and, and I'm telling you that, this, that we have celebrated mediocrity. We have celebrated uh, uh, this is, uh, and everything is after you died. Yeah but if everything is so good after you die, why don't you ask Jesus to take you home then? Okay, it's not no, if, it's, if life is so great after when, when ask Jesus to take you home. No, Christianity is that when you meet Jesus, now you can bring heaven to earth. Matthew six, the Lord's Prayer, he says when he when the disciples ask him ask Jesus how should we pray, and then what did Jesus say? Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, which means you and I we are supposed to bring heaven to earth amen that's what our purpose but is uh, uh, do you think anyone in heaven it is sorry the, the, the worship choir is closed down the last two weeks because we run out of budget okay now there is an abundance in heaven and it's the same thing that you know that we we the devil have uh, um, uh, convinced this world there's a shortage of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, everything in this world wants on making you believe there's a shortage, because that will get the prices up. You know, like, for example, diamonds. Diamonds are not that valuable. That value is artificial because of they purposely stop the supply. There are plenty of diamonds. There are companies that buy up diamond mines just to close them down so that the value goes up. Okay, you know, oil prices and so on and so on are also artificially controlled. You see that uh, this guy uh, uh, down in Saudi Arabia, if he just decided, oh, let's just release all the oil, all the oil prices will just drop like a stone. So, purposely, so that's why that we, these OPEC countries they come together and decide how much are we going to produce. So that we can really skin the people. But so there is no shortage on earth. There isn't, you know, know, even in England we have this thing about, oh, there's not enough land to build it, but I think it's something like we, we, in England we only build up, it's a 10% of the land mass you're building on. Why? That's why the house price is artificially so high. It's just crazy. You know, I've never seen a condo like this. I told you it took me five years to buy a house because every time I went in to look at a house, it was so small, i mean I heard the price, i when I heard in my head, I can get a castle for that money in Denmark. Okay. But everything is artificial. And the same thing that religion had made us believe there is not enough, but God is more than enough. Amen. One of his name is El Shaddai. I was a Mexican preacher. He said, his name is not El Chipo, Okay. It's El Shaddai, not El Chippo, okay? And it's so important we understand that we have that image of he is more than enough. And you know what? The good news is he do not need to be convinced. No, your prayer life is not like, I don't know about you, but when I was a child, if I needed something, I had prepared a, a speech to my parents of how I could gain favor in that area. You don't need to do that with Jesus because all the promises, what what does it say? Yes and Amen. And the yes is God has already said yes. Amen. So how do we respond? We respond with Amen. So what, what does Amen means? It means let it be done. Amen. Let it be done. Yes, he have already said yes. Faith is not to get God to do it. This is another lie religion has told us. No, God will do it one day. One day. One day. Oh, I I, I hope God will, you know, I mean some whatever it might be. But I have noticed it's always something out in the future. But faith is nothing to do with your future. Faith is now. Okay? Okay. It's not just like, <coughs> so, <coughs> so it's not like, oh, I, I heard people say, ah, oh, I wish P, God, uh, God will, God will heal, heal me one day. No, God is not going to heal you one day. He healed you one day. That was 2,000 years ago when He said, it is finished. Amen. It is finished. And don't say you are Filipino now, I'm finished. <laughs> I always pity the Finnish people. That must be the worst joke ever, isn't it? Everywhere you go, I, <laughs> are you Finnish? <laughs> no, I'm Danish. <laughs> it must be. Uh, can you imagine on a uh, do we Have an airline? When these people, we have heard that joke so many times, isn't it, on the airplane? Are you Finnish? No, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, are you finished with the coffee? No, I'm... Anyway, that must be terrible joke I remember when we went to uh, Sicily and they told us on the plane, don't mention the Mafia, you know, the Godfather. And when we landed in Sicily, there was, there was souvenirs. Everything was a Godfather. Everything was a Mafia. <laughs> Actually, it's one of the safest places to, uh, to go on holiday. Because we say the Mafia is involved in all, so you're very safe there. Anyway, but we are supposed to reign. Faith is now. So if you think one day God is going to heal you, one day God is going to prosper you, one day God is going to deliver you, it is never going to happen. It is actually a trick from the devil that make you know, the devil don't mind you standing in faith for something that is going to happen because he knows it, it's never going to happen. So he can make you believe that you serve, you, you're pleasing God and when he knows well knowing you're so far away from pleasing God because it's not faith. Yeah, but it's my good intentions. I'm telling you, I'm say, oh, God looks at the heart. Yeah, but the heart, if it's the heart, will create an action. You come for Christmas, Noah, and your mom says it's the thought that counts. No gifts, it's the thought that counts. I'm telling you, we, you learn quickly as a parent, it's not the thought that counts. Because it's the, if it's a right heart a right intention, It will create an action. Amen. And it's so important we understand this thing about faith because so when people fall in under pressure, you know, when we come under pressure, when we see what comes out of us, and it is, have you noticed it's not difficult to be excited for Jesus when everything is okay? It is what happens when circumstances are not exactly the way we're supposed to be. And situations happen and whatever. Now, what happens now? I have seen people that say, oh, you have one day Jesus will heal me. One day Jesus will prosper me. No, he has healed you. Faith is that you realize what he has already done. Amen. I'm, I'm not going to be wealthy. I am wealthy. I'm not going to be healed. I am healed. I'm not going to be saved. I am saved. I'm not going to be forgiven. I am forgiven. Amen. It's so important that this is what faith is. Faith is not something in the future. OK, in the Danish language, we have this word believe, we you know, I believe. But have you noticed it's probably the same in English when you start keep saying, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe when it becomes doubt. I believe, I believe, I believe. I believe. I believe Jesus. I believe Jesus. I believe Jesus. I believe Jesus. No, no. Now, now you don't believe anything. Now it's doubt. Faith is the confidence in He has healed me, despite of what, of what I hear, of what I feel, or of, of whatever. I'm telling you, uh, we, you can die of anything when you watch the news media, isn't it? When was this? When was that? When was this? When, this, when, this, when this, we shouldn't even be alive. If I, sometimes I wonder. How uh, have have mankind become so fragile? Uh, Like when I when when I grew up, there was no mobile phones. Mm. When I left the house in the morning, my parents did not know, have any clue where I was the whole day. As long as I was home for dinner, (laughs) but between that, no, they had no clue. I I slept in a bed that most likely when it was painted, there was lead in the paint. Uh, With school I went to, there was probably asbestos in the ceiling. Uh, I, you know you, I, I'm still here. You know, I, have you noticed that everything is so dangerous now. Okay, it's not fate. I'm telling you, you can be confident in he who's in you is greater than he who's in the world. I'm telling you that the enemy might come one way, but he will flee in seven. Okay, why? Because he is in me. if ever ever you are in doubt about anything, so if you are in lack now, you can ask yourself, do you think you will be in lack in heaven? No. So why should you be in lack here? If Jesus thought that it was better for you to be in heaven, he would have taken you to heaven immediately. No. His intention, his purpose for you is you can experience heaven on earth here. That's why he was lived amongst us for three and a half years in public ministry, and 30 years before that, because of he showed it is possible to live here on this earth fear free. Which tried to kill him quite a few times, but they couldn't. He went to the desert, and then he just fed everyone. Anywhere he went, he was an overcomer, and so are you. We are supposed to reign with him, reign with him. That is your purpose, not to be dictated to, but to reign. This is another one where, you know, when we think, oh, I'm really, I'm really spiritual now. I'm really humble. I'm really powerful. Jesus, I just want to serve you. I just want to be serving you. Jesus don't want you to serve you. He doesn't need you as a servant. Amen. He does not need you as a servant. He doesn't even need you to, you know, when I came into church, he said, You have to worship and praise him and tell him how wonderful he is. And I was thinking, it's got a little bit insecure since you have to be reaffirmed every Sunday, you know, we are all oh, Jesus. No, that is not to, that is, it's not to. Reaffirm him or That's not why. It's, it's you come out of a grateful heart that they experience the goodness of heaven here on earth. Amen. But I was taught, you know, like when, if you want to get into the presence of God, because when you're in the presence of God, that's where the goodies are, you know. So, so you had to sing three, three quick ones and two slow ones, and then you could, you could just sneak out your shopping list and say, you know. That's not how it works. Because he blesses you all the time. All good gifts comes down from above. And, be- and because we experience the goodness of heaven, now we worship him. Now we praise him. But now it's not out of that he, God, and I am this. No, it's because I have seen and tasted that the Lord is good. That's, that's how we worship. The other thing is we we can at best call it manipulation, isn't it? Uh, I need to get on the good side of God. So he might be a bit grumpy today. So Jesus, I love you. So now he's not grumpy anymore. Jesus, I need this. That's not how it works. We have to understand that our starting point is I'm supposed to be a king. Amen. Where you reign. Jesus, he is the king of kings. Who are the kings? That's you and me. That's you and me. Do you think God is, uh, when we use phrases like, he doesn't share his glory with anyone. Uh, do you think he's so insecure that if you were doing well and someone say, oh, you did really well. Jerry, you took my glory. Do you think God is so insecure? No, he glories in the you glory. And when, when you go to graduations, uh, you know, you have the students, grad, they're very happy, but those who are even more happier are the parents. Amen. We go, you know, we, we, we travel across the country to go to somewhere just to see our child. We don't say, oh you stole my glory. It's religion who had destroyed these things. God is pleased with you. Okay? So Hebrews 1 1 3, this is also a verse I quoted many times, but it's good to see it. Hebrews 1 3 says Who be, this is Jesus talking about, Who being the brightness of his glory and the expressed image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. When he had by himself purged our sins. Notice here. Per, he has purged our sins. You are not a sinner anymore. Notice it, it says in past tense. It does say he's going to purge it. He has purged it. You and I do not have a sin problem anymore, unless you want to have it. Okay? Purged our sins. Now, this is the important part. Sat down. He's resting. There is nothing more to do. Oh Jesus, move! I mean Jesus, move yourself. Jesus, do something! Jesus, do it yourself! Amen. Because he sat down. He's resting. He has done everything that he needs to do. He paid for your sin. He gave you uh, his blood covers destroyed, not not covered, destroyed your sin. He gave when he left, he gave you his name. Just say, just say it was me. I'm telling you, you have to say (coughs) the moment you say in Jesus' name. Now anything has to bow. We don't see you, we see Jesus. As long as you know, he said, In my name, cast out demons. Now, when the demons hear the name of Jesus, we don't no longer see you anymore. We see Jesus. Okay? He, he so he has already done it. He has already healed you. He has already saved you. He has already forgiven you. Now you and I, we should go and act on it. That Now receive your healing, receive your salvation, receive your forgiveness, receive your restoration, receive your prosperity, receive whatever it may be. Just receive it. But if you have been told all the time that mediocrity is a blessing, of course, you're never going to do And this is where so many people, they want Christianity to confirm them in their mediocrity. But Christianity is to take you out and make you a greater person than you were. Amen. Not be, we are not supposed to just uh, be satisfied with, oh yeah, okay, maybe this is what life has for me. No, there are so many more great things for you to do. If a man like Lester Sumwalt was woken up when he was 80 years old, and God tells him, "Now you're ready to do what I've asked you to do," and he wasn't that he hadn't done anything before, but now there's always more to do. I spoke with a person; uh, she's 84 years old. I'm telling you, she was as sharp as ever. Really, really when I, I spoke to people at 70, and they, they're all over the place, but... She's been following Jesus all her life. Amen. Mm-hmm. And there's always more new, exciting things to do. There's so many uh, levels of death that Jesus still wants you to see. But, and and that, is, that is both to spirit, to soul, to body, financially, whatever. Don't think you've reached your peak now. You can, you can still manage to be, you've still got time to be a billionaire. Amen. Not in what is, not in uh, Ukrainian rubles or whatever it would be. I've been a millionaire once. It took like it, it I just have to do an exchange. When you had to travel to Ukraine at that time, you have to exchange a hundred dollars. So you came, came with a hundred dollars and left with a suitcase <laughs> full of money. That was the first. and the problem was you were not you were not allowed to take the money out with you out of the country. That was back in ninety-five and there was nothing to buy so you couldn't spend it on anything so that's maybe that's why the offering was so big in Ukraine because you couldn't anyway but think start thinking that God wants you but so many times you I just want to survive and wait here and when I die when I go to heaven and when I can." no Christianity is I can live now I saw this horrible horrible picture on Facebook some Christian put on uh, wits or poor, we all end up in the same place. Now, you've seen it on the grave, you know, the wits or poor, you know. So, so, and the, the, the tone in it is really uh, that don't, uh, you know, it's okay that you are not prosperous. It's okay that you just miss to the other. No, God, Jesus did not die for you to be okay. Jesus died for you to be blessed more abundantly. Amen. And, it, it, and it's nothing to, you know, it, it is to do with us. The problem is not for him to to bless us. The problem lies in for us to receive it. And I, I, I it's like and, and you can measure yourself with some, you know, that sometimes oh, oh yeah, but that's that's that's, more, that, that's not for me. I'm just so blessed. No, he wants you to be more than blessed. You are more than a conqueror, okay? This, this is what God has installed for you and he's already done it. It's not, he, uh, the great news is uh, that I'm not telling you that one day when he's done it, now when he's available, I'm here to tell you it's available today. Because it's Hebrews here it says he sat down. You know, that we, we belong to a new priesthood. In the Old Testament, if you notice, in the Holy of Holies, that there was no chair in the in the Holy of Holies, the priest they were standing up. Why? Because they had to minister. The job was not done. Every year the Jewish people had to sacrifice the same, uh, not not the same, but a lamb, and uh, and 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 and. and, and, and the scapegoat, we had to be released into the desert. And so we had to do that every year. But when Jesus, he died and went cross, no more sacrifice was needed. Because that was it. Now, it's for you and I. Now we can just go and take it. Amen. I don't know what you would like, but God wants you to enjoy it. Because he wants you to reign in life. Be the head and not the tail. Not not be the survivor of life. Oh gee. oh I'm sorry Oh Jesus oh, oh, I'm so happy I'm I'm that's not how it's supposed to be. Amen. Can you imagine? Oh no no, no, no. but but <coughs> in Daniel chapter six verse three, it talks about Daniel and his friends that God have given them a spirit of excellence. Amen. Not a spirit of failure, a spirit of excellence. You know, God wants you to succeed at anything you do. Not, I'm not saying you have to be the best. I'm saying that you can succeed in anything that you do. Now succeeding doesn't mean I have to be number one, because when there's two Christians who's going to be number one? That's why I never understood stood in sport, especially. We're uh, uh, praying for victory. God is with me. What, 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 so what about the other, co- the other guy? We say if he's a Christian too, when he would be a dwarf. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> anyway, but there's a spirit of excellence. That, the Bible talks about wherever you put your foot, he will give you that land. He will prosper, multiply what you lay your hands to. Amen. That is how He didn't say, "I just want you to survive your working hours and then just do that for 40 years, and then you can get your state pension, and then you can you can live on water and bread for a few more years, and then you can come home." No, that's not what he wants. You don't see in the Gospels. Peter, can you go to? Mrs. Jones and see if uh, she will give a donation because we be would one short of food. This... Oh, it smells nice. Oh, I'm just in the neighborhood. Oh, are oh, you having dinner now? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> a... um, and before we asked, do you want to join, you sat down. <laughs> I, I met, you know, I, I met people who say, preach especially, So. Oh, we live by faith. Can you hear how it sounds? It's like we, we do not have enough. Hey, you, you say you live by faith. Who are you living in faith? Who are you working for? You say, God, is he that poor? But every time someone says we live by faith, it's always like, oh, we do not have enough. But, and that expresses the image of how you see God. You should, if you live by faith, you should have an abundance. Why? Because you're representing the wealthiest person in the world. His name is God. Never mind Elon Musk or whatever, you know, it's God. I, I, the, first, the only time I really, 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 really have seen wealth was when. Uh, well, it Christmas 94 or 93, Christmas, ninety three. It's 30 years ago now, when Jen's friend, her mom, she was the nanny of the Crown Prince of Dubai. Uh, Crown Prince of, uh, not Dubai, what is it called? Brunei, And uh, the week before he came to London to do his Christmas shopping, he chartered a 747 just to send his staff over to London. Where was one of Jens friend's mom, she was, she was, so she came there. And I'm telling you that palace or whatever yeah, I call, I will, he, he stayed in in London, it was just mind blowing. I've never seen any, you know, when he, when he finally get around to do his Christmas shopping, they closed down Harrods. So he can just walk in there and when the whole staff is just following him. He probably can't even remember. Can you imagine? He he just got itchy. Staff running everywhere. (laughs) But anyway, his wealth is nothing compared to the supply that is available to you. Amen. And do you know the good news is is available for you today, 10th of December 2023. Just ask, just receive. This is how simple it is. But because uh, religion has has twisted our minds so badly, so every little, little, little thing we can get. Oh, I'm so blessed. I'm telling you everything that heaven has, if God has it, you got it. It's available. You just receive it. Oh, but, yeah, but yeah, I mean we, we, another lie with devil have, have, have made us believe that if I'm just content, and you know what? people when we talk about content, it's always something like we have nothing. or oh, very little. We shall be content. So, so it's like this socialist thing, don't strive for more. But you have to understand when Paul says that in the content, that he, he, can, he knows how to be rich, he knows how to be poor, but he can be content in all circumstances. And I can tell you, if you ask Paul, I'm telling you, I don't think he was very different from any other person. I remember this is to Plantis, He said it also in this way. He said, I try to be poor and I try to be rich. Which is better. <laughs> Amen. Because why have you made it into becoming something pious that you have nothing or you only are, are on minimum wage or you're just unsurvivable? Why have you made that to be something that is pious? I can tell you why. It was because there was an institution that is called the Catholic Church and they went bankrupt because we have so many parties in the Vatican. So how do you get money into the Vatican then? Telling people that it's holy to be poor. No, no one believes it really. Seriously. If you if people if if a Christian believes it's okay, it's, it's holy to be poor. Why do you go to, to work with? It? Now you're working against God's will. Because now you get money, and God wants you to be poor. Okay? You no, know, God wants you to be prosperous. You know, when the Israelites we left Egypt after 400 years, we didn't just leave and say, Oh, this good we escaped now. We oh, oh, oh. you know we escaped with all the gold, all the jewelry, everything that they had, and what we left behind, the Egyptians brought with them to the Red Sea. God does not want you to God does not want you to be poor. Mm-hmm. No one, no one. No, it, it, I think it's only in our Western world we are so arrogant to say that poverty is a, can say poverty is a blessing. I know, you go, sir, you, go somewhere, you know somewhere. You have probably seen in the Philippines, and you know, we've seen other places. Poverty is not a blessing. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, but it's in our Western mind we can make something up like that. It's not a blessing. God wants you to have more than enough. He didn't say he just wants you to have just enough. He wants you to have more than enough. Okay? This is the God that we serve. Okay? So, John 3 16, that was actually where I was supposed to start. Okay? Uh, For God so loved the world, it doesn't stop there does it? For God so loved the world, it doesn't stop there. So this is where God didn't just think about getting us saved. So this thing that we oh, but it's the heart that counts. No, 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 God acts. God acts for God so loved. When God so loved, for God so loved, for God so loved, do you know he loved you before you met him? He, he blessed you before you received him. He healed you before you even got ill. He prospered you before you even realized you could be prosperous. Okay? This is, our, this is the God. And, and his motivation is not that he wants something from you. His motivation is because he wants to get something to you. Amen. God want, God for God so loved. And you can put your own name in here, in all my Bible, for God so loved Kurt. Amen. He loved you so much that he made heaven available to you. And now, we, I, I, I can, you know, we cannot even imagine heaven, can we? Can you, we can't imagine the roads are made of gold, the entrance is a one big pearl gate. Can you I, I don't know, I can't even imagine the wealth and the abundance that is the beauty of heaven. And yet God wants you to have it here. We, we are so, it, it, You can see, when the darkness came over Egypt. One of the plagues, in Goshen, where the Israelites were staying, there was light. Complete light. And, and you know And that is how obvious it should be. But you are so blessed. we don't have crisis of li- living crisis or whatever living cost or, or whatever. This is another one of these uh, uh, weird terms that we make crisis of living. And I have noticed it always everyone else is fault. Well, uh, we are in a society where no one will take responsibility. It's the government's fault. Uh, who is the government? I don't know. As long as it's not my fault. It's the government's fault. Okay. Uh, yeah. We have a multi-billionaire, millionaire. say, oh, oh it's, why, 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 why is the government not feeding the children during school holidays? That's not the government's responsibility. It's called parenting. Okay? It's not you know like okay it's, you know it's wonderful we can have free meals at school or so on. but it's it's not it's not an entitlement, it's a privilege. But at the end of the day it's a parenting. But do you know why it's happened we come so far? It's because we have a church for decades and decades, centuries who preached mediocrity as a blessing, so that we're thinking now we don't strive for anything because we have nothing at all. So now suddenly it's not my responsibility, it's the government's responsibility. No, no it's not. But that's why we need to get this abundance thing back, prosperity, the prosperity message. It's one, maybe one of the most important messages to get across because religion, that demonic that teaching about, uh, I'm just content and when we, see, and when we look at, down upon people who prosper and so on. You know what? I'm telling you, uh, if, if, as long as you don't prosper, the devil don't care. I'm telling you, it's not a lack of anointing. It's not a lack of abilities. It's not a, a lack of people who have stopped the gospel to come out. It's the lack of prosperity. Because it's very po- it's, it's really possible to get the gospel out. It's, but I, I remember Mois when he was a young missionary, he was in the Philippines at one stage and uh, <clears throat> and when he was on his way back and when the Holy Spirit asked him, would you go to a remote island or something like that. And at that time, this is many years ago, so it took quite a while to get out there because we never heard the gospel in this remote area. And the first thing he saw in the village when he got there was a red sign with white letters that said Coca Cola. So Coca Cola has already been there, but the gospel has not. I'm telling you, this is where. Can you imagine what you could do if you suddenly could tap into the resources of heaven? Amen. It's not because of the lack of ability that you want to do it, it's the lack of resources. And that's why God wants you to prosper. Yeah, but Jesus, he was poor. No, he was not poor, Jesus. You know, he, he wore clothes that the Roman soldiers were gambling about. Do you think they were gambling about a beggars? No, they were not. Paul, when he was uh, in front of a governor, uh, I just forgot his name now, but he kept listening to Paul in case Paul would give him money. Okay, If a Roman governor Wants to hear, listen to you just in case, not uh, that you can give him some money. He must. He was not poor. And God never wanted you to be poor. The Catholic Church wanted you to be poor. Religion wanted you to be poor. No, but Jesus wanted you to be rich. He became poor so that you could be rich. And said, so, Ah, but this is spiritual wealth. It's included, but he became poor so that you could be made rich. Okay, if you want to you know, if we have the supply abundance, we could reach bread within a, a weekend. Just each one of us, we go to each supermarket, say hello, everyone. I'm a Christian. God blessed me so much. Everything you can put in your trolley is on me. They would all want to know what you have to say. You don't need to say, oh, I need to be more anointed. You could just do that. Amen. And you know what? When, when, we don't compl- when we don't complain about our dialect and accent and so on, I, I, I notice when, when I want to buy something, my accent is fine. When I want to complain about it, I say, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it's so funny. It's like, what? Okay. Anyway, so he for God so loved the world. For God so loved the world that He gave. That He gave. He loved, He God loves. God gives. Amen. God loves. God gives. But He don't just give you just anything. As I said last Sunday, He don't give you Passover gifts. Or Pass on gifts. He gave the best that heaven had. And this is where always ask yourself, if God has already given you the best, everything is secondary. So of course he will want to help you pay your bills. Of course he wants to heal your body. Of course he wants to restore your traumas or or whatever it may be. Because he's already given you the best. God only had one son. And he gave him for you, for me. So any, so if you whatever situation you are in now, don't be in any doubt that God wants to help you. Okay? Don't be afraid. Oh, yeah, but, but, but maybe, maybe not, maybe not. Or whatever. No. I met so many people, especially those who are ill and so oh yeah, but I know another Christian. They had the same condition. Oh, what happened to him? He died. So, oh, and he was really a saint. So, so you shouldn't expect anything. No, that, that, that's a lie. Because everything is not, de- whatever I receive is not dependent on me. It's dependent on him. And the good thing is, he's done it. You know, the devil cannot stop what he's already done. Or what God has already done. He can't stop it. Some someone said, oh, but he holds ble- back the blessing. Uh, he resists the blessing the devil. So, blocking, so I can't get... I and mean, then we refer to this uh, story in Daniel where Michael says, well, we you heard you the first time, but, but, the, but the devil stood... But he had to understand, that's the Old Testament. You had to understand, New Testament, there's no distance between you and God. Old Testament, there was Daniel praying, and when God came down, okay... And when the devil resisted, so there was a distance. That's why in the New Covenant there is no distance. Why? Because he's already in you. Amen. So how is he going to block it? He can't block it. But if he he can make you believe that he can block it, then you block it. But it's not him who blocks it, it's you who blocks it Believe. It just makes you believe. It's like people who have who an are anorexia, isn't it? In their head they think they're so fat and when everyone else can see they're so skinny. Now we have a saying that when you turn the side, when we disappear. We have many funny proverbs in Denmark. We are also a proverb about f- fat people say very easy to jump over than to walk around. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, it, so this, this is not. Uh, De, Danish language is very rude, I can tell you that. Anyway, but. It, it, but so. And this is where Romans 12, too, it says that we should renew our mind so that you can be transformed. This is this is not renewing in terms of intellectual knowledge, so to speak. It is in, to realize, faith is when you. Revelation is really. Aha! It's already mine! I'm not going to be wits. I am wits. I'm not going to be healed. I am healed. I'm not going to... I am. When Moses asked, who are you? He, God didn't say, I'm going to. He said, I am. I am. I am. I'm you can put whatever after that. I am your healer. I am your provider. I am your savior. I am your protector, I am whatever you need him to be. He, and you know at his present tense, he's not going to deliver them. He's not going to do this. He's done it. So God so loved the world that he gave. I don't, I don't know what other religions starts out with or says about himself. I don't think. Buddha is a person, isn't it? Who, who, do, who do Buddha worship? I know we call them Buddhist, but who does Buddha? But, but uh, 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 I, I, Hindu are very one with reincarnation, isn't it? Can you imagine the, the greatest aim in your life is to become a cow? <laughs> I mean, you re- really, if you want to be a happy cow, you become a happy meal. <laughs> it, it, it's like. No, but notice here. Uh, you know, either like, way, Islam is about that you have to submit. That's what Islam means. You have to serve or, or die for God or whatever. But Christianity here, said, God loves. God loves. God loves. Amen. It doesn't say God demands. It doesn't even say God wants. Say God loves. It's a whole different. This is why that this is the greatest message in the world. God loves. I don't think any other religions have that foundation that God loves. If you go to Scientology, you just need to buy all the courses until you have no more money left. Okay, and and so, but God loves, and now only, uh, but He gave. He gave, he gave, okay, so he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, that whosoever, it didn't say the Jewish people alone, it didn't say the Filipino people alone, the English people alone, it didn't say any of these, whosoever, 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 that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen. You when you receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord, now you are an eternal being. Amen. You are an eternal being. You're never going to die. You know, you, you, there's nothing to be afraid of. This bodysuit here is just like when you take off a coat when you are in heaven. It, it's not like oh. When you die, that's not how it's going to happen. Okay, you are, when you receive eternal life, when you receive Jesus, as your Savior and Lord, now you have the life. Which, you know, you, you know the, the name Zoe. This is the Greek word for for life, which and that, that's the word Zoe actually means the life that made God God. That's the life that you have been for, uh, not forgiven. That you have been given. That's the life that you have been given now. Now. I mean, yeah, but I'm just content, idiot. Come on. <laughs> Don't be content with mediocrity. Be content that I want all that Jesus has has provided for me. Because Because out of your belly shall spring rivers of living water. So when God pours the blessings upon you, it should be an overflow from you to your surroundings. Amen. Your workplace is blessed. You are not blessed because you got that job. Your workplace is blessed because you are there. Even when the Israelites, you can actually read that, when the Israelites left Egypt, there were certain Egyptians that followed them. They got blessed too. You're supposed to be an overflow. of. (laughs) Remember when Abraham, he started interceding for Sodom and Gomorrah. Is it Abraham? Yeah, it is Abraham. who, who intercedes for for Solomon Gomorrah? And he said, if there's only one, uh, he, you know, he only needed three more. <laughs> and because of that, Solomon Gomorrah was not destroyed because of Lot. Because of it. That. That's where that, when people say, oh, it's going to be. Judgment upon America, judgment upon England, judgment upon... No, it's not. Why? Because I'm not called to judgment. Do do, do you understand? We are not called to judgment. If there is just one righteous person, so the future is not bleak, it's right. Amen. Amen. Yeah, but yeah but you see this and see that and see that. I'm not moved by what I see. I'm moved by what I believe and my belief is stronger than what I see. Uh, okay the blessing will follow the people or uh, the children of God and it will be an overflow. So don't be afraid of it. Don't believe these doomsdays. Oh, uh, Do you know why what, what, it, it's so funny that there are some people when when they're they start using words they don't even understand what it what it, what it means. Uh, uh, so now one, now it's another popular word on Facebook. The ancient prophecies are clear. What does that even mean? <laughs> what prophecy? I'm, yeah, no, It we we it is just it, it is just religion. Okay. Why did the many people follow Jesus? It was because he provided for their spirit, soul and body. Why would people follow Jesus today? Because he provides for their spirit, soul and body. It's, it's nothing have changed. Okay, so he gave God, loved God, gave God, loved God, gave. And it's so important we understand that faith is not to get manage to get God to do it. Faith is to realize he's done it. So instead of don't ask God to please heal me, don't ask, don't pray like that. Ask God, thank you that I am healed. Don't ask God to provide for you. Just say, thank you, Jesus, you have provided for me. Don't ask God for the, this way. Just start thanking him. Just thanking him. Thank you that I am prosperous. Thank you that I, may, I am forgiven or whatever you may be. Start thanking him. Steve, Steve Hill, the late Steve Hill, he was a drug addict, and his mom was a devoted Christian, <clears throat> and uh, he was really, he said, he said his mom had prayer meetings up in the living room, and he was, sitting, he was down in the basement high with on drugs, and every time his mom looked at him, and now he was a drug addict, she didn't say what she saw, she said, "What she believed, you and your household shall be saved." So he didn't say you are a you're not say you are a saint. And he was so high, he, 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 he okay, he was just. But he became one of the greatest tools. For you know, and what you know, we could just just the last verse I will just say with you: First Corinthians four seventeen. I think it is. Four. First, one. Uh, Second Corinthians. Uh, Second, Corinthians seven, uh, Second Corinthians 7. Actually, go to Second Corinthians 8 nine, first. first. I forgot to read that verse. 8 9. Second Corinthians 8 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was wits, yet for your sake, he became poor. So now I say, Ah, see, si, see. Si. It says say, that Jesus is poor, mm-hmm. but that is comparing to heaven. Everything is poverty once it comes. But notice about uh, that you through his poverty might be rich. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, if I could choose my own name, it's not Happy Cook anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it would <will> be Witchy. <laughs> what it? So every time I mention my name, I make a good confession. I saw in Canada there was a, a road called Prosperity Lane. <laughs> so if, you're, if you have any more kids, <laughs> you can call <laughs> said that you through his poverty might be rich. That you, God wants you to be rich. Yeah. Think about that. God wants you to be rich, not poor. Okay. I mean, so he's in uh, six. No, so, oh. Oh, no, no, Anyway, but uh, we, I can read that next Sunday. But, but the thing was that so Steve Hill's mom, she basically said she calls things as though they were. Just what did she do? She did like, Ab- she did like God. Let there be light. Amen. He said, it like Abraham, I am the father of many nations. And he, he didn't even have one child. I am a father of many nations. She said to Steve Hill, Stephen Hill, you are a saint. Everyone else looked at Stephen Hill. They did not see a saint. But she saw a saint. Yeah. And do you know, fate always conquers. Yeah. We shall conquer a world even our faith. Amen? So don't be discouraged. Don't be dismayed. Rejoice. Okay? Rejoice. Because God has already done it. Now it's about we renewing our mind that I am. That I am. I am. I am healed. I don't have these symptoms. I'm not, I'm going, I am healed. Wake up every morning and say, thank you, I am healed. And Thank you that I am healthy. Thank you, I am. Whatever it may be, you can thank him for it. And I'm telling you, that is how it manifests in your life. Amen. Hold, hold on to the good confession. Don't say what you have Say what you want. Okay? The moment you have said it, now accepting, I got it. Maybe not, I mean, in your heart. And when you hold on to it, it will manifest from your heart into your world. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord.